Welcome to the Bioelectronics Podcast by Neurocore. I'm your host, Rick Rowan, and this is where we can hear about how bioelectronics is changing healthcare and providing benefits to both patients and healthcare systems worldwide. That's really interesting story, Hilda, and uh, you know I know that you've got quite a lot, you know, quite a varied range of of, of instances that um, that you could share. But give us some examples of of types of things or the the breadth of types of treatments that you you know as a physiotherapist that you've treated in the past using electrotherapy. So I was using it a lot on uh, back pain, muscle spasm, tendonitis. Um, uh, support injuries and rehabilitation after stroke, um, after surgery, you know, to, to train the muscles um, and re-educate the muscles. Mm. Even used to the ki- kids, actually. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah my, my eldest actually is, has used um, the device for some time for, for growing pains. And, uh, you know, often I would she'd wake up in tears and, she put the pads on and fall asleep with them on and it was just oh, simply yeah. taking the pads off. But, well, um, yeah. I have to say I have two two boys too. Both are suffering from uh, pretty bad growing pains at times and they both use it and they love it. We might have to develop something, James, just for, just for growing pains. I'm not sure what we call it. But <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, before we move on, just for the, I suppose, for the benefit of, um, well, benefit of James and also the listeners, can you give some other examples that you, you know, bioelectronics or electrotherapy in general of recent has surprised you with, with the results? I know you've had quite a bit of um, press, so there's been um, press interest in in some of the results that you've had yeah. recently, and then we'll move on from the, from the product plugs into into some more science. Uh, I have another example when it comes to microcurrent that I just recently had, and that was this gentleman uh, has been having chronic headaches uh, for quite some time, I think over a year, and he have tested different uh, different therapies without any uh, any good results. He's been testing chiropractic, physical therapy. You know, he's a fit guy actually, very very fit, like works out regularly, so it's not like he's you know. <laughs> Or should I say, uh, so so okay. Um, and he, um, <laughs> the weird thing, he he was scared of uh, of you know uh, electricity because he he had an incident when he was a child, but uh, where he hurt himself. So when he heard this was a electronic device, he was actually scared to use it. So, uh, but he was like, this is my last res- res- um possibilities so do you think this is something that could help me so again i was thinking about microcurrent but i was very unsure you know if that's going to do anything for his headache so it was like just a a big chance you know i sent off the device and a couple weeks later he sent me an email and he said you know the headache is gone it's totally gone and not even that not just that he also treated his uh, shin splints with it (laughs) So it's like, my goodness, is this, you know, is this something that he's just, uh, you know, uh, what is it called when you um, think that you're getting results and 
help me break with the word. <laughs> like a placebo. You, you yeah, know. yeah, placebo. So interesting yeah. that you brought that up. That was going to be my next question. It was sort of playing devil's advocate a bit in terms of, you know, you you must you must have that challenge quite a lot, right? So what what are your views on that? You know, you must get asked all the time. Is this just the placebo effect? And you know, in some ways, who cares? It's a fit if it works. But um, yeah, yeah. What 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 do you say when you're asked that question? Because I imagine it's a lot. Well, the, I mean, as you, as you say, placebo or not, as far as the patient's concerned, uh, it, it works, but yeah. science says otherwise. I mean, is this, I suppose, you know, when you take antibiotics, uh, is it the antibiotics which clear up the infection um, or did it clear up on its own? I mean, you know, in individual cases, uh, it's always going to be that subjective question can always mm. be raised. But the science is that, uh, you know, we can we can prove without a doubt that there's uh, there's evidence a physiological that, effect based exactly, on exactly yes. electricity in various formats. Yeah, for for you know, I myself being a, a guinea pig over the last couple of years have had some physiological benefits from microcurrent outside of what I was testing for, yeah. including scar reduction and you know what could only be described as nerve healing. Um, it, it is an area of focus for us going forward but you know wasn't specific that wasn't what i was using it for but that was the outcome you know after 20 odd years of, of suffering the same thing is it placebo or or did it here well i know it's here you know did it happen just because it was time for it to happen or was it because of the microphone i mean it, you're right we do get this question a bit and particularly because there's no sensory sensation mm. um, people sometimes just can't believe that that it's that it's worked and similarly we don't have a good memory for pain so um you know people uh, all of a sudden uh, they're not thinking about the pain and that, that's that's a positive outcome for us you know because it's it's not bothering them anymore so it is a little bit of a, a challenge from a um you know from being able to say well that was the result of this uh, in some cases but uh, you know i think the amount of n equals ones for us uh, <laughs> really doesn't really, you know, it's, it's a little consequence. We're, we're just happy that we can change people's lives. But ultimately, uh, the the intent going forward is to do individual studies or, or confirmations around these particular use cases. Makes sense. Yeah. More research for you to do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's mounting. It's endless, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, yeah, I blame the medical industry. <laughs> <laughs> I got another good story, though, with the uh, microcurrent, and that's, uh, that's a young girl, uh, six years old, with cow leg pertus. Uh, it's like this joint disease. And a hip, hip joint, cow leg pertus, the, the blood flow to the hip bone is... Um, cut off so the bone starts to die so uh, but um, her mother contacted me about uh, six months ago and wanted to test it out for her girl so I lended her a device and she have had really really good results with microcurrent as a pain relief and, and also been using some of the other apps like the, the pain plus um, and the pain mode like uh, tens and, and EMS um, uh, models. So, but but she's been getting very good results and, and very good relief for it. So the mother is so happy, and she she's spreading it to to you know uh, different groups because you have this parents group called like Purchase groups. So there's a, there's a lot of good stories. 
there are some amazing stories, Hilda. I know that uh, there's there's many, many more. But moving on from unhealthy to healthy, I know that you've experienced this as, as a physiotherapist for, for physical health, particularly in the current situation. With I know Norway's also in in lockdown or stay at home mode with the current issues with or impact of COVID nineteen on you know both physio practices and and people's own physical practices at home or being um you know bound to home what do you think are some of the use cases or, or ways that people or bioelectronics could have an impact for for those at home or unable to visit their physio for instance well there's many ways you can use it you can use it um, uh, as a means to relieve your back pain, you know, after hours sitting on your uh, kitchen table <laughs> working from home. Or you can use it to to even strengthen your muscles and, and get more out of your home workout, you know, get a more intensified home workout, or even get a passive workout while you uh, watch television at night, for example. And for recovery, just relieving those tensed muscles. It's a, it's an interesting one. I mean, it's it's well and fine to you know to, to take half an hour or an hour to do to do exercise. But what I'm finding personally is that uh, because of there's a I mean there's a lot of sitting around. There's only so much walking around your house or apartment um, that you can do. So there's no doubt we are sat more or you know in one position. Yeah. Is you know, during that half an hour or an hour, it actually takes quite some time. Um, to, you know, it's both a little bit of a tax on the central nervous system as well as the, you know, the the um, muscle to to nerve connections. So I feel it takes a little bit to actually get going to get that connection going. So that's also been something that's quite helpful. Oh, I'm you know, with my own personal use, is just to keep my body in that active mode because it does. It does tend to switch down. I mean, that's the reason, you know, for for warm up exercises to get the body ready, get those neural connections going. So it is a, you know, even though we get this time, uh, you know, where we might have a period of set exercise, what's a big problem is that we're quite um, stationary for, you know, for the other 12, 15, 16 hours that, you know, that we're at, we're at home. I'm not sure how you find that too personally, James, but. Um, you know, I see a lot of the athletes or physical trains, et cetera, doing, you know, lots of their exercise regimes, um, you know, on Instagram and, and on social media. You know, this is this is this is great, but it's the outside of that time which also is having an impact. And I think this is myself personally has been somewhere where it's, you know, been useful for me to, you know, switch the pads from one area to another just to keep those neural connections going as well as just keep the, the body in an in an active state, if you like. Exactly. I mean, aside from physical management, you know, a lot of our athletes, we've got quite a quite a, an army of athletes and ambassadors who are now, you know, st stuck at home. But even for the average person, uh, quite often people just have niggles. They've got muscle tightness. They've got injury. They've got joint pain or, or, or niggles and pain. You know, bioelectric treatment has quite a breadth of application. So similarly, I mean, an athlete, you know, a lot of the athletes now, are, if they're working at home or, or going out and, uh, or, you know, you're, you're a weekend athlete, you're going out, you're training, you're cycling, you're running. And what we're seeing actually is, uh, as I just mentioned earlier, we're seeing quite a prevalence of 
uh, more injury niggles because you know they're either they're, they're pushing themselves during that sort of window period whilst they're out in some instances uh, they're doing you know some uh, athletes are doing a lot of running or, or cycling or more running and cycling than they've done before because they've got access to the usual types of training methods or gyms and we are seeing some new i'm not going to say injuries per se but we're seeing some some new niggles uh which you know from a physiotherapist point of view i suppose health is 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 quite obvious because they're you know they're, they're using their bodies in ways that they're they're not used to but electrotherapy certainly has its place in in my opinion for things like uh, warm down or post-exercise recovery uh, to help minimize or you know be able to be used in those instances yeah absolutely and not just you know to minimize um, uh, injuries too to reduce you know uh, injuries the injury reduction part is similar to a pre-workout like improving circulation um, blood flow to the area um, the engagement of the um, neural to muscle connection or, or fiber engagement what, what do you think is the one of the primary reasons that the, the reduction in injuries but it has a potential i think it's all of the uh, what you mentioned now um and the, the fact you know that uh, uh you, you can also stimulate muscles that are let's say you're an athlete that are uh, training uh, specifically for uh, a sport and you will also have you will always have uh, some parts of your body some muscles that are um weaker uh, than the other you know and to to optimize the results, you can you can stimulate that muscle that is weaker, that mm-hmm. may you know you, that may be prone to injury. You can stimulate that muscle and give the brain a message like, "Hello, you're going to use this muscle and stimulate it." So that when you do specific training, like specific um, uh, strength training, mm-hmm. the body is used to using that muscle and and um, yeah. It's hard to explain in English. I think you do it better, Rick. But, uh, you, you know where I'm going, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, do, do you have any home-based tips for for both patients and athletes who maybe can't get access to regular physiotherapy at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do in your own home. You know, just find whatever you know you can uh, get some weight on. If you fill a bottle with water, or if you train with your kids, or you know, go stairs if you have stairs in your house, or even just use the internet. You know, there's a lot of uh, videos out there on YouTube, on on Instagram that you could you know that can give you some help. You know, and and uh, also use bioelectronics. Uh, to intensify the workout. Can you give, as a physiotherapist, any tips for patients or athletes who don't have access to regular physiotherapy at the moment? How could they, you know, what, what, what instances or how could they use um, bioelectronics electrotherapy um, at home to help them whilst they don't have access to a physio? Well, so bioelectronics could be a sort of a substitute for the for the physio, you know, um, and use it on your back or, or on your shoulder or when you feel that, oh, I'm getting uh, getting a little pain or, you know, a sore neck or back, you can you can use it yourself and and get great results from that. And you recently helped us with an article uh, around tips for working from home. 
In particular, one area was um, back pain. Would you like to share with the listeners some some tips on how they might, uh, as a physio, how they might keep their their lower back or, or any other problem area for that matter um, in uh, you know better condition whilst they are uh, stuck at home or, or stationary for long periods of time? What what some tips that the listeners could use for their own circumstances? Well, uh, when you are stuck at home for a long period of time, it's easy to sort of fall into a bit of a depression and to get um, less active, you know. So just to keep uh, keep your activity up and to get moving and just set a time each day that you are using to, uh, to maintain your health or you run stairs or you do some exercises and um, yeah. And do some strengthening, and then uh, bioelectronics is is also something you know you could use. So, uh, to the physical therapists out there, uh, you might be struggling to get your uh, patient engaged, and and uh, you know, uh, since they're not in for your treatment, you know, there's ways that you can help your patients by video consultations. Uh, you can you know give them exercises or you can uh, give them tools that they can use themselves. Like Polytronics is a very good tool that uh, patients can use in their own home and get some type of uh, treatment, you know, even though uh, they can't go in and see you. Um, so uh, if there's any of the physical therapists out there that want to reach out and contact me, feel free to do that. That's an interesting point, Hilda. I think even when we get back to normal it's not going to be the normal normal uh this has sort of been talked about quite a bit and i think that you know home-based or, or user-based uh, therapies that can be utilized with guidance um rather than the actual physical presence is, is going to play a big part going forward yeah agree so that's a that's great information hilda and as you mentioned if there's any physiotherapists there that are interested in in learning more or wanting to know more about how they can utilize you know bioelectronics as a tool for their for their patients either in their practice or currently remotely by all means get in touch and we will put the contact details in the in the podcast description thank you both for joining us it's been a, a really interesting conversation likewise rick thank you so much cheers rick Hi everyone, thanks for listening to the Bioelectronics Podcast by Neurocore and for making it to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed it, remember to subscribe, rate us and leave a review. We'd much appreciate it. And you can head to the description of this episode to follow us on all of our socials so you don't miss out on any of the latest Bioelectronic content.